This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's Live in the Bream with host of Fox News at Night, Shannon Bream. This week on Live in the Bream, you know and love her. She does so many different things. It's hard to figure out the best introduction for her. But Missy (laughs) Robertson, you'll know her from Duck Dynasty. And by the way, got a new show coming out on Fox Nation. She is an author of multiple books. And she's got a brand new one called Because You're My Family. She's a mom, a grandma, and she's got another special baby in her life we'll talk about too. Missy, welcome back to Live in the Bream. Thank you, Shannon. Okay, I got to ask you about this new book, Because You're My Family. It is so sweet. I loved it. It's such a beautiful message of when we get off track, because I don't know about you, I have a few times today. Yes. I won't even say in my life. <laughs> right. Um, but That's right. <laughs> this idea of unconditional love and being pursued and cared about even when we mess up. Tell us about the book. Yes. Well, it's one in a series of books from Brave Books. And so if you follow the series along, you'll kind of know about the characters by the time you get to my book. But um, Little Valor is a tiger who was adopted by lion parents. So that's why it looks different on the cover. He was adopted in a previous book and tells that story. But this book really focuses on the unconditional love and a relationship with of a family. And so, like you said, you know, we, we mess up even as adults, mm-hmm. but we if we can start teaching our children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews and godchildren that they are going to mess up, that that is no matter what they do does not define our love for them. Mm-hmm. And so in this book, it kind of has a fun little story about little Valor who was expecting to do something fun with his crazy uncle. <laughs> and we, mm-hmm. we, I know how that's like, we all have a crazy uncle in our family. I know we do. And so, um, he is, his plans got changed by his mom because she decided that he was going to go help serve with her that day. And he was upset and she gave, gave him a chore and he just did not have what the book called in there, a cheerful, a cheerful heart in the service and did not end up doing what he was supposed to do and had a really bad attitude about it. And so he runs away. Oh, yeah, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say like that, that like we've said, this is things that this is something that kids do. This is something that adults do. We often get bad attitudes about things that we think we're being asked to do or told to do, whether it's by another human being or sometimes even, you know, we get a nudge from God and we're like, oh, that doesn't fit with my plans or that's not what I was going to do today. Um, so this is a good message all for of that, all yes. of us, but he does go off on his own way and, um, mm-hmm. you know, disobeys a little bit, gets a little cranky and then what, sorry for interrupting. Yeah, no, no worries. This, that what you're talking about is just one of the little nuggets that this book actually talks about. It's not just about love, you know, which is, a, it encompasses everything, but there's so many little aspects in this book about our behavior and the reactions to our behavior from other people in our family. And so just to finish when he, he runs away, like sometimes we do as an adult, we, we can run and hide from God or the ones that we love um, because we're ashamed and his parents are out looking for him. They rescue him from a storm, bring him inside. And the, the crux of the book happens with a just simple little conversation 
with Valor and his father. And Valor says, why did you come rescue me and save me when all I've done is pout and disobey today? And this is the key phrase. When the father looks at Valor and says, oh, dear Valor, I don't love you because you obey me. I love you because you're my son and nothing can change that. And so because of the gratitude that Valor shows the father, you know, the father has, has shown him and told him that nothing he can do is going to stop that love for him, which mirrors some scripture as well. Mm-hmm. And, but it also, it makes Valor understand a little bit more about how grateful he should be for such a loving family, a loving father, a loving, loving mother who would go to extreme lengths to save him again, mirroring scripture. Mm-hmm. And so his little life then is a sacrifice for them. He starts serving them. And so it's, it, it encompasses a lot of different areas of great and wonderful idealistic behavior that the father and Jesus want us to have, but it's in a way that is simple and that children can understand it, but also it kind of challenges us as parents and grandparents. <laughs> I've thought many times I wish that I would have had more of those meaningful conversations when my children were little and when their behavior was, you know, driving me to my wits end. <laughs> Less than <basically>. ideal. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Real, not ideal. <laughs> exactly. So, and I love that the adoption component is in there too, because I feel like that mirrors scripture as well, that we are yes. adopted into God's family. And, grafted, yes. Yeah, grafted in, and that idea that um, we are just as loved and valued um, as that grafted in child that we're co-heirs with Jesus is what scripture tells yes. us. So the picture yes. that you're not loved any less, you're loved in the same way. And as you said in the book, the parents have to go out in a treacherous situation to do that. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of sort of the story of, you know, the the shepherd leaving the 99 to go after the one mm-hmm. and that yes. um, he will pursue us and help us to come back and um, I think a lot of times when we're caught in a mistake or a bad decision that we think or the enemy will tell us, like, you can't go back. Yeah. You keep messing this up. Like, God yes. is so disappointed in you. 100%. You know? Yes. But the truth is, like, yes. not to say that that God doesn't disapprove of our actions, but he doesn't stop loving us. I mean, he is going to go no out doubt. that storm and pursue us. No doubt. And at that moment in the book is so important because at that exact moment, they're they're they were concerned about their son's safety. Forget the disobedience. Forget about him dumping the carrots in the ditch, which you can read about and (laughs) and running away. Forget all of that. None of that mattered at that point. The only thing that mattered was his safety. That was it. Everything else can be dealt with later. And that when I think about Jesus and what he did, you know, even though we were still sinners, Christ died for us, even though we were lost and we were disobeying all Mm -hmm. of the time, constantly, he sacrificed to save us. And so that's the mirror image in this book and in our lives. And so that's what, you know, faith, hope, and love, right? The the, mm-hmm. the three most important things, but there is one that sticks out the most and that's love because without it, we have no faith. We have no hope. Love is the one that drives everything in our lives, even with our, our family. And we need that reminder and our children that reminder as much as possible. Yeah, because you think about when Jesus was asked to kind of sum up, what are we expected to do? What is the law? What do we comply with? And that idea that 
You love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and spirit, and then love your neighbor as yourself. It's always leading with that love, Um, just like Jesus did, not to come out and scream at people and condemn them and yell in their face. I don't think anyone's been won over by that. (laughs) I'd be surprised. If that's your conversion story, please call me because um, I think people have to know that you care about them and that you love them. And that's what we're commanded to do, which can be Mm -hmm. hard sometimes in this very divided um, world Mm -hmm. that we live in. But if we can see each other as created in the image of God and and thoroughly loved by him, then who are we to do any less? I mean, it's what we're called to. And and that's what, you know, you think about the big picture right now, we're talking about one children's book, maybe just you're thinking about your own family. Our viewers may be thinking about their own family, but what does that mean in the entire world? Like the big picture with Putin invading Ukraine. Well, he probably wasn't taught about unconditional love in his home. And he wasn't taught about Jesus and the unconditional love of our Savior for him, obviously. And so, you know, what can we do to change the world? We can start in our home with our children and we could definitely change the world. We don't know what world leader we may be raising right now. We'll have more Live in the Bream in a moment. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bream today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bream. Okay, I have to talk to you about all of these other things that you're doing because okay, go for you it. are a busy lady. I love to follow you on social media because it's always so upbeat and positive and interesting, but real um, too. And and you do all kinds of things um, with other products and candy and purses and clothes. And I mean, how do you find the time to do all this stuff and kind of what inspires you to take on these many different projects? Well, the inspiration is ministry and ministry meaning to minister to those to make Jesus look good. I'll just say that Mm -hmm. we want as many people in heaven as we possibly can. And so there is a a lot of opportunities that came our way with Duck Dynasty and the show. We were just I'm sorry if you're hearing that thunder. (laughs) That's a real storm storm. right now. (laughs) That is a real storm in our house. Um, But, you know, Duck Dynasty, because of all of that, we got a lot of offers to partner with many people and many things. But Jace and I decided years ago that we were going to take those one at a time and just see if they not only enhanced our own lives, but also made Jesus look good. And so we like to partner with companies that do that as well. And so we don't take that lightly. And um, I think that, you know, we kind of, we try to live our entire lives like that. Not that we're perfect, not that we don't make mistakes and make, make wrong decisions, have not cheerful hearts, <laughs> bad attitudes sometimes, but you we know, have we have just, yeah. <laughs> and um, lately we've had a few because of another opportunity that has come into our lives, but with, with this baby, um, that a lot of people know about, some may not, but, um, you know, ministries in the past that we've had, 
we were able to work with women who had come out of sex trafficking and out of drug addiction. And um, that was in the past. We've moved on with other opportunities in our lives, but one of these ladies needed us and um, basically signed over her brand new newborn baby to me. And I haven't even spoken to her in over two years. And so Mm. it was quite the shock. I was sitting right here in this exact place doing media for my book on day one of media marketing for my book Hmm. when the phone call came. And so I, I had to kind of step back for a second and like, is this real? And can I even, can I even actually physically do this? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're again, filming a show for Fox nation. We can talk about in the middle, we were in the middle of that and a lot of different things. And I said, I've got to, I've got to talk to Jace about this. Oh yeah. And I mean, literally in the car on our way to the next thing. And I really thought that he would say, this is crazy. We can't do this right now. Our lives are chaotic, Mm -hmm. but he said, I think we should help her. Mm. And, and for two reasons, one is that she chose life Mm -hmm. for this baby. And number two, she came back to the ones who showed her Jesus Mm -hmm. and Jace had baptized her just a few years ago. And so she knew Christ. She knew what Christ had done for her. She had the Holy Spirit. She has the Holy Spirit living inside of her body, even though she may not have been listening to him for a while. God is there. And it was just, I mean, wow. Talk about hands on opportunity to show unconditional love and to and to remind her that God never left her. Mm -hmm. She may have been making bad decisions, wrong choices, but it's like, it's, it was like this book was literally coming to life so <laughs> right nice. here in, in my home. And so, and I was able to share that with her that night at the hospital and saying, you know, this is what unconditional love looks like that we will help you. I don't know what that looks like exactly yet, um, but we will take the baby and we'll figure it out. And two months later, I told you he's napping upstairs right now <laughs> in our home. It's just <laughs> so been amazing. It's I mean, been quite I would, the turnover. I know. I mean, I, because you're obviously now a grandmother, and so you're an yes. expert in this kind of stuff. But oh, when I, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, when I when I saw your post about this precious little baby that had come into your life, I was like, oh my goodness! I wonder uh-huh. what the story is. And I mean, that's a big commitment. This is not babysitting. This is not dog sitting. I mean, you've got yes, a child right. in your home. But I love that. This is someone who knew and trusted you because of the kindness that you poured into her life before, that you were people who would love her through this, love this baby, and just be a safe place for her to come with this huge life development. And um, what is it like to have a newborn around the house after all these years again? Um, it's upended our house. Oh, I bet. <laughs> in our home. At times, I feel like a bomb exploded in my living room, you know. <laughs> so there's diapers everywhere, um, some full and some empty, you know. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, I don't have a nursery set up, you know. Oh, so that's true. You little by be... little. Yeah. And so, well, I've justified it. I've gotten a few things and justified that, you know, I'll have it here for my grandkids who are actually sure. my, my grandbabies coming in this weekend for Easter. Aww. And so I thought, okay, we'll just, because honestly, we just didn't know the timetable of this with, we've shared this, that she's incarcerated, the mother, and we don't know 
the what how, how long that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so um, we were trying to find another home for this baby to go to because we kept thinking we're not the ones to raise this baby. Mm-hmm. This was something I don't really want to do again you know, <laughs> at this time of my life. But God just keeps opening doors um, that he just he has bounced back a couple of times back into our home. And so literally for the past eight weeks, we've we've had him for probably seven of those eight weeks. And so this is where he's supposed to be for now. And we are trusting as much as possible and praying. And I would not mind asking your viewers and listeners to pray for this situation. He is precious. He is precious. And we've already fallen in love with him. Of course. But um, we just need, you know, we want, we want what's best for him and what's best for his mom Mm -hmm. and whatever that looks like. And it's going to be, it's going to be a tough situation no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And so we just need to pray for all hearts involved and for his well-being is the most importance. Yes. Well, literally thank God that um, he had a safe place to land with you guys and your very big hearts. And so I know folks will be <laughs> praying for you guys through that. I want to talk about your new Fox Nation show too. People are anxious yes. to get back together with your families. So tell us what to expect. Yes. Well, it's about treasure hunting, but everybody's like, you know, really like, follow around with a metal detector. And <laughs> at first I thought when Jace had this idea for the show, I was thought that just seems so boring to me, but just like our family, we go deeper mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. We are going deeper and it's not just about the stuff that they find in the ground, but it's the history. It's the relationships. It's the, the, the places that we end up. I say, we, Jessica, my sister-in-law and I are just on there just a few times, but you're going to see, Jace, my husband, and Jep, his younger brother, and an, uh, an older gentleman, his name is Murray Crow, and he brings the soft heart to the show because Jace is like me and Jep, we're a little, we're a little rough around the edges. <laughs> but Murray is the historian, and he's just the sweetest man. And there's been really amazing things that have happened around this show. And at first I thought, I just don't know if this is going to work. There's so many things that Satan threw up against this show. Mm -hmm. I could talk an entire show about that stuff, but then as well, just like with literally like minutes, hours, days, God will open a huge door. And so I would, I tell Jace, like when he would call me from somewhere, like, you're not going to believe what we found. He would just go through it all and tell me, which is some pretty exciting things. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you, babe, but I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. God is leading all of this. And it's really going to be an amazing, amazing show. And I'll just say, if you are a fan of Duck Dynasty, if you are a fan of the family and the relationships that we had with each other, you're going to like this show and you're going to see a lot of familiar faces. Well, and I feel like along with treasure hunting, there will be a lot of hijinks that are probably oh, involved along the way. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you guys are always good at, at throwing in a fun twist um, with what you're doing, but are they actually going around the country and looking for actual treasures of some kind? They really are. I mean, we start here in Louisiana because mm-hmm. there are, you know, the South and then like the middle of the country. And then of course, like in going towards Mississippi, you've got We've got the Mississippi River and battles that were fought there. There's all kinds of history, but there's some beautiful things that they have found. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because I want your viewers to, mm-hmm. to watch. But there, there's a lot more in the ground here than I ever thought 
in, in my uh, limited capacity of knowing anything about metal detecting and treasure hunting. There's some pretty cool things. And with me, I don't really care about the stuff that they find. I want to know the story behind it. I want to know where it came from, who was wearing it, what they may have been doing, where their family was and, and all the activities. And so that's what they're going to be exploring too at the same time. So even if you, you may not be interested in the treasure hunting or metal detecting stuff, you're going to want to know about the family aspect and the relationships, but it's called duck family treasure. And it'll be on Fox nation starting in June. I think father's day. I feel like as a kid growing up in Florida on the beach, there were always people out with a metal detector. Yes. And you are going to launch, you guys are launching a resurgence of people will be out there all fired up oh, again, man. ready That's to true. go to see what kind of treasures they That's can find. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, while we wait for that, folks can check out your new book, Because You're My Family. It is a beautiful yes. children's book, uh, as you said, for kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, godchildren, whoever the kids are in your life. Because as mm-hmm. Missy can tell you, you never know when another one might show up. Um, but it's Very just true. such a beautiful picture of God's unconditional love and pursuit of us, which as adults and kids is uh, got to be one of the most comforting things at a very difficult time Absolutely. in this world, yeah, yes. just to just to be full of that reassurance and the beauty of mm-hmm. that and the beauty of families and how they come together and adoption, which is part of how my family has come together too. So I thank you for yeah. hitting on all those themes. Uh, Missy Robertson, yes. thanks for joining us on Live in the Bream. Thank you, Shannon. 